The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 124. Indonesia not only charges you a $35 visa upon arrival fee, but also charges you a $15 departure fee to pay when you leave the country. At least the meal's two bucks and the sunsets are free. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who I had to pull away from watching episodes of The Good Wife to come record this podcast with me, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Hey, Heath. I don't know if that's TMI or not, but what else am I supposed to do when we're stranded in a bungalow in Bali and it's raining outside? Yeah, that's true. Other than record a podcast, Other than record (laughs) multiple podcasts. I mean, hey, what could be more fun than that? I I haven't watched A Good Wife, but there's no way it can hold a candle to the extra pack of peanuts travel podcast. Well, it certainly can't. And I only just started watching the first season. So who knows? Who knows? Hey, guys, we are coming to you again from our little bungalow in Bali, Indonesia. And I'm really excited about today's episode because we're going to be listing the 15 travel websites or 15 travel websites that we just think are awesome. Some are travel resources. Um, We're going to go through ones that we use for flights, transportation, accommodations, and then some miscellaneous sites that we like. And these are just really great sites that I use and kind of harken back to all the time, whether it's looking for a good deal on hotels or flights, or whether it's just people whose information I really, really like. So we're going to get into that. And Hath, we've got 15 of them. So why don't we jump right into it? Guys, as always, we'll link all this in the show notes because we're going to be mentioning a bunch of websites. You might just want to be able to click on them and go. And you can always get the show notes for any of our episodes at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pod. So... Here we go. All right. Well, let's start with flights. And since, Travis, you are the frequent flyer mile guru, why don't you tell us about number one, the flight deal? Yeah. And the flight deal is awesome. We have had Matt from the flight deal. If you guys are listening to this podcast, some of these people we've had on the show because I've liked their sites. So if you want to listen to some more podcasts, we'll link them up. But Matt from the flight deal came on. And I love the flight deal because what they do, they've they're much smarter than me. They've created some sort of algorithm that basically scans all these paid tickets. This is for getting plane tickets that you you know you would have to buy, and they just put about ten to fifteen deals up per day. So one of the cities they reference is Philadelphia. They reference New York City, a bunch of cities across the U.S., and they'll just put up deals like, "Hey, Philadelphia to Las Vegas today is sixty nine dollars," and they'll tell you exactly how you can go about booking it, what days it needs to be booked, all the stipulations. It's just really, really cool. Um, just that to- does sound really cool. So this is for not using miles and award tickets. This is for just paid cash tickets. This is paid cash tickets. There was one that came up a little while ago, which we didn't take advantage of because we we're actually here, but it was Philly to Bali for $460 round trip. And again, some of these have stipulations, like it'll say you have to leave on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, or 
Um, you have to stay in the destination for 14 days or it's only from November to February, whatever. But they tell you exactly all the stipulations with it. Then they actually show you how they went through and booked it. I've sent people there who don't know much about booking flights and they've been able to to take what they've shown at the flight deal and and implement it. That's very cool. Okay, so theflightdeal.com is the website. Theflightdeal.com. Also, if you want to follow them on Twitter at The Flight Deal because they're always posting that. And I should mention that a lot of these fares that they find do go pretty quick. So if you see one, they don't always update that it's gone, although they try to, but it might, you know, you want to act quick if you see it. So follow them on Twitter as well if you're on Twitter a lot. And the next one, number two, is ITA Matrix. Travis, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? And this, this is a really nerdy thing that I've even gotten Heather into recently. The ITA Matrix is basically the back end when you're searching for cheap flights. It's open to the public, but this is what a lot of, what are they called? Travel agents? I couldn't even think of the word. <laughs> a lot of travel agents use and all this. And what it is, is you can't buy flights from here, but it's a really cool tool to be able to see a good baseline of what flight should cost. They allow you to do, you can get as into it as you want. You could put in all these different codes of like, it can leave out of Philly or JFK. And that's one of the functions that I like to use. And it's pretty easy, but you can set where you want it to leave from. So you can pick multiple airports at once. So if you say, well, I don't care if I leave out of Philly, JFK, EWR, LaGuardia, Baltimore, whatever, and you just want to see the cheapest tickets to go to other places, then that's fine. You can also see whole calendar views of how much stuff should cost. You can set how many days you'll be away. So it's a really easy user interface to get into, but with a lot of power behind it. So we'll also link up a post that a friend of mine, Scott, did about kind of all the codes you can put in. But it's just a really nice website to get a baseline of what tickets should cost. And you can't book it on there. But once you find a ticket that you like, then you can go to Kayak and recreate it with the dates that you need. But it just gives you a good overview of what's available. Sounds really interesting. Yeah. So those are the two sites that I recommend kind of following and looking at when it comes for paid flights, that is. So let's now get into the transportation side. Okay. Number three is a really fun website. I love this website. I need to write a post about it. It's my new favorite site. <laughs> and it's called Rome to Rio. And that's Rome, the number two Rio. Yeah. And this site is great. These people who came up with it, maybe I should try to get them on the podcast. Basically, you put in whatever city you want to go from and to, and it just gives you, it shows you a map, which I love. And then it gives you all the options that are available from flights to get in between those two cities to how much a train would cost to buses, how much buses would cost renting a car even? renting a car they they you know they estimate the tolls that you would pay as well as the gas that it would cost then they also have it they do a thing with car sharing which we're going to kind of mention in the next one so they just basically any option to get between two cities they will list and they'll list out how much it approximately should cost and then they'll link it up and you know the plane tickets might fluctuate some, but it basically, it kind of is in real time. So I love Rome to Rio because there have been tons of options. Like for example, we didn't know how we were going to go from uh, split Croatia to Prague. And I went on Rome to Rio, I put that in and there was a airline that I had never heard of called Smart Wings. Believe it or not, I had never heard of Smart Wings. <laughs> yeah. And, and we did end up booking that And we ended up flight. booking it. And it was way cheaper than like the main carriers that we knew of. But I, I found about out about that on RomeToRio.com. So just a fun website to play around with and get ideas for. Okay, and number four is something I haven't heard of actually, and it's called Blah Blah Car. Yeah, Blah Blah Car is, I found out about this on Rome to Rio. This is the only one I actually haven't used myself. 
And that's because we haven't had the opportunity, but it's it's a car sharing website and it's mostly for in Europe. But what it is, and I guess I've used it in terms of I've been on it and I've looked at options, but we've never actually then driven with someone. You know, we've never followed through and actually driven with someone for blah, blah, car. But it's cool because it's a car sharing. People will put up where they need a ride from or if they're going somewhere and they'll show the car that they have. They'll show how much room they have for passengers and they'll show the price. So we were looking one time to go between Berlin to Amsterdam and we almost ended up using it. And that and, you know, people will say, I'm going on this date from this time. Here's where I could pick you up at. Here's where I could drop you off at. And what's neat is blah, blah, car only allows them to charge a certain amount. Like it's not a free market. They only say they say you can only charge up to this amount because it's it's supposed to be for the people not to really make a lot of money, but for them to make, you know, up some of their gas and stuff like that. So it's a really cool car sharing. Website. So it's not I mean, it's not really that similar to Uber then because Uber is just like a right. taxi. Yeah, like a- Uber's more of like, I'm going to drive you from here to here and I'm a taxi service. This is, hey, I'm going here. If you need a ride, why don't you hop in my car as well and you can help me pay for some of the gas and some of the tolls. What's really neat too is the drivers then have profiles up and so people can rate them and you know people can rate their car. And then if you're a passenger, you can set up a profile and then people can rate you. So you kind Very of, interesting. you know what you're getting into ahead of time. Cool. Kind of, if anyone's familiar with couch surfing, it's like couch surfing, but, but it's driving cars. as opposed to staying the night. All right. And number five is a site that we both enjoy, and we've had this person on the podcast as well, and that is Man in Seat 61. So if you're into trains, you can definitely geek out on this website. Oh, my gosh. It's seat61.com. I always call it Man in Seat 61 because that's what his site is called. But if you're looking for it, it's seat61.com. And Mark is he knows more about trains and has probably a better website about train travel than any other website in any other niche that I know of when it comes to travel. He is just a wealth of knowledge. Whenever you Google about, like we Googled how to get from Bratislava, Slovakia to split Croatia. And of course, seat61.com came up and told us how to do it. So he is just a fantastic resource for train travel all over the world, has done a lot of train travel himself. Came on the podcast, had an awesome episode that people loved, even yeah. though the the Skype connection didn't hold that well. For some reason, the UK people never have good Skype connections, but mm. it was invaluable, the information he had. So Yeah, I, and he even talked about some really cool trips he took in the US. So yeah, if train you're listening, travel in the US. In the US, I know Americans don't really do a lot of travel by train, but he did some pretty epic cross-country trips with some trains in the US that made me really want to do it. Yeah, and he, he has pictures And he takes most of these himself. Now, he did say that some of the trips, you know, he hasn't done himself and he has, you know, kind of featured people that he knows and trusts give him advice on the train travel through different countries because he hasn't gone through all 190 some countries or however many have trains. But most of them, it's his writing, his experience, his pictures of, you know, what a first class cabin looks like, what a second class, what a third class. And he does a lot of breaking down what I love, you know, the nerdy stuff of the cost of, hey, you could transfer in burn switzerland or you could transfer in hamburg germany here's the different cost for it it's just it's amazing the breadth of information he has and it's a really easy navigable site as well so i love seat61.com i love it and i don't even love trains and i love that site (laughs) so it's fantastic okay let's move on to accommodations number six is a website that we have used recently it's trustedhousesitters.com we Absolutely loved our experience and we recommend it to anyone. Yeah. If you guys have listened to some of the podcasts, you probably heard us talk about trusted house sitters and it is 
it's my favorite way to get accommodations. And it's so cool. We did an awesome one in Breckenridge you've heard us talk about. And yeah, just, and why is it your favorite, Trav? Mostly because well, it's F R E E. Yeah, it's free to get <laughs> when you house it, you know, you're staying somewhere for free. Now to sign up for the website, it is a small fee each year to sign up. Well worth it. Every day I get one email to my email inbox of the new th- listings that have come up. And every day, even when I'm not looking for a house sit, I just scroll through. I'm like, that looks awesome. That looks awesome. <laughs> that looks awesome. So house sitting, if you haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet, I highly recommend you do. We have a lot of resources about house sitting, but we also have a discount code for trusted house sitters. If you sign up for a 12-month membership, you get three months free. So you, in essence, get 15 months. Um, and that's because Andy, who's the founder, who's come on and done a podcast with us. He wanted to help support extra pack of peanuts listeners he loves you guys he loves our site we love his site so where um, can you get that code you can go to extra pack slash trusted house sitters and that will show you exactly the steps you have to take you know exactly what link you have to hit and then what you have to put in the discount code box to get that three free months if you sign up for a 12 month membership so yeah and you know so the trusted house sitters is getting a lot bigger in the u.s and in asia when we have been over here we found a cool house sit in bali which we actually ended up not being able to do and one in cambodia one in laos so really it's opening up all over the world it's really really growing in a lot of markets none bigger than the u.s so even if you don't travel internationally and you're in the u.s there's a lot in the u.s and as Heather mentioned, Southeast Asia before had, we never saw them. Like we'd see one every blue moon in Singapore or Kuala Lumpur. And now we've started to see some out in the countryside, which is super exciting because we love it here. So trustedhousesitters.com and make sure you go to extrapackpants.com slash trustedhousesitters to get the discount. Make sure you use that if you're going to sign up. And number seven, another website that we use so frequently. All the time. All the time. And that's Airbnb. Now, obviously... It's a pretty popular website and a lot of people know about it. You but... may have heard of this huge accommodation <laughs> website that's taking over the world. But if you haven't heard about it, it is a great way to find local accommodations, apartments instead of hotels. And it's just a really fun way to experience an area. We just did one in Tuscany, one of many that we have done. And that post will be coming up soon to the website. We just love it. Yeah, we're also going to do a podcast. Heather doesn't know this yet. Oh, great. We're going to do a podcast just about Airbnb and apartment rentals, like a specific one saying, here are the rules or the tips and tricks we use for getting good deals on it. Not just good deals on apartment rentals, but also making sure we end up in good apartments because a lot of people say, well, you know, how do you always have these really good Airbnb experiences? Some of it's a lot, but it's really a it's discernment. It's discernment. And most of the experiences are really good. My parents have done some amazing ones where they stayed in like a cave house in, in Spain. Like there's so many cool things out there on Airbnb. We should mention Airbnb is not the only one that does apartment rentals. We're going to talk actually the next one is an apartment rental just in Europe. But there are a lot of other options, VRBO, HomeAway. Um, but Airbnb is the big one and the one that everyone knows. So we, we love Airbnb. It's been great for us. We're actually going to stay in an Airbnb place. I forgot in uh, Ubud. We're going to be moving oh, there tomorrow. It? Okay. So Perfect. an Airbnb eco lodge called the Tarzan's Nest, which we'll report back on. Sounds yeah, pretty cool. We'll let you know how it is. Number eight is another, a similar website, which is go with O, go with O.com. And that's only in Europe, in uh, quite a few, in the 15 cities. 15 to 17 cities in Europe, yeah, I believe. So it's not, you're not going to find it in the countryside. You're going to need to use Airbnb for that. But if you're going to a large city in Europe, 
use go with O. Their apartments, like the quality of their apartments is so good because they they vet their apartments a little bit more than Airbnb. Like on Airbnb, anyone can basically post an apartment. But on go with O, it's sourced through the company and they go and they you know, make sure it's a good accommodation. Right. They have they have a little more hands-on than Airbnb, where Airbnb is basically just providing the marketplace. Go With O is doing that as well, but they actually, they do own some of the apartments. And I think they told us 80% of them are owned by, you know, one owner, like not by Go With O, but they actually go to the apartments themselves. I think they help the owners take pictures of them at times yeah, too, so if the, they need the, be. The photos are always professional. So if you if Airbnb overwhelms you because there's so many options and you don't know if you're going to end up with a good place, go with O is more of a sure bet because the quality is always really good. Yeah, and they also they have to keep a high enough review score on Go with O, and if they don't, Go with O will actually go and check out the place and like kick them off going oh if need be so there is there's just more oversight on go with those part they have people who could speak basically every language so you can call them right. up 24 hours a day it's true things like the that customer service is really good we stayed with them in paris and in berlin and in quite a few cities in italy well, paris berlin florence rome and venice yeah and, and we had every great single apartments. experience was just phenomenal we're on number nine, alltherooms.com. Now, I haven't used this one, so tell me about it, Charles. All the Rooms is a new website, and I've actually talked to the founder. He reached out to me. I checked out the site. I really like the idea. It's in the beginning stages. Well, I shouldn't say it's in the beginning. It's now been around for a little while. It's, it's starting to pick up a lot of steam. And they try to do basically what their website name says. That's alltherooms.com. What they're trying to do is aggregate everything on one website. So instead of having to go to Airbnb and go with O and hotels.com and ha- and um kayak kayak or- and hostel bookers, what they're trying to do is make one place where all those things feed into the website. So if you put in Florence, Italy, it will show you everything from the hostels on Hostel World and Hostel Bookers up to the five-star resorts that you can find on any of the hotels.com, Agoda, whatever, as well as a lot of the VRBO, Airbnb. So they're trying to make one spot that you can go and find every accommodation that exists in that city by aggregating them all. Wow, that sounds like a pretty lofty task. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned it to me yet. Well, it's it's. I like the idea. The site, when I've used it, I have enjoyed it, but because there's so many options. Now, they, now you can go in and check off, like, I don't want to see these types or these types sure. or these types, but it does return a lot of results. So at times it can be overwhelming. Um, so you want to go in, you know, and, and for me, a lot of times I don't know where I want to stay. I'm like, oh, I could stay at a hostel or a hotel. I mean, if you kind of know what you're looking for, it might be easier because you can segment it out pretty easily. But I usually go on and I'm like, man, there's so many options. And then I kind of get lost yeah, in well, there. Well, you have trouble making decisions. So, right. so for people who have trouble <laughs> making decisions, it's a little more difficult, but it's cool to see all the options. And they, every day they're getting new sites who are allowing them to pull their inventory. So like, you know, hotels.com will say, okay, yes, you can use our inventory now. So it really is growing quickly. And it's really cool to see all the options available, alltherooms.com. And number 10 is actually hotels.com, which we use quite frequently. And Travis loves one really fun feature of this website. Yeah, we stay at a hotel. You know, what's interesting is we talk about not staying at hotels a lot. But what I've noticed is with these sites, hotels.com and Agoda and all, 
nowadays they're showing up stuff that isn't just hotels. Like, for yeah. example, we're in this bungalow in Bali, which we booked on Hotels.com. Yeah. And yeah, more guest houses and local places are coming up on these websites. It's not just the chain, you know, superstar resorts and hotels. Right. So if you hear us saying, oh, you guys don't stay at hotels. Why are you using Hotels.com all the time? Well, we're usually finding these small boutique hotel, guest house, whatever you want to call them. And the thing that I like, the reason I use Hotels.com over the other ones is that usually they return the same price as all the other ones like Booking.com and anything like that. But after you have 10 paid nights, they give you the you know, the 10th night free. Within reason, I think. Well, a, in a, essence, they, they, they cap it at They take the price. average of what your nine, your 10 stays have been. And they say, okay, now if your average is $50, now you can get your 11th night. You know, you have a free night that's worth $50, anything $50 under. So in essence, what you're doing is you're getting 10% off whenever you book with Hotels.com. And so if it's the same price on Hotels.com as it is with the others, plus you're getting the after 10 nights, you're getting it free. Well, you can really count that as about 10% You know what? Off. And it sounds much cooler when you say you get the 10th night free instead of 10% off each time. Well, <laughs> I'm just for all the like nerd, math nerds. And no, I'm out saying there. like, it's really cool that you know that information. But for me, I'd be like, oh, 10% off isn't that much. Like In one essence, time. what it's saving you is 10% each time, I'm but just it's just backloaded to the free night. Yeah, Hotels.com has a good marketing scheme. Is all there I'm you saying. go. There <laughs> you go. And guys, if you are looking to book, we have all this linked up at Extra Pack of P com slash resources, which is our new page, which basically discusses how we book different things and what we look for. And if you do book Hotels.com or Agoda or or something like that, we do get a, a small kickback from them. It's very, very tiny. But these are the ones we use. So if you are thinking about booking and you want to help us out, you can go to our resources page and, and click on the link there and book through that. Just FYI. And I kind of spilled the beans on number 11 then. Um, which is Agoda. Agoda.com. And this is for hotels in Asia mostly. Is it only Asia? It's not only Asia, but, but we've found a sp- that it, it does Asia very well. Agoda, when we were living in Japan, we would find that it returned a lot of stuff that a lot of the other sites that people in the US have heard of, a hotels.com, Priceline Booking, didn't always return. I don't know if Agoda is headquartered here in Asia and that's why, or they just have a good presence here in Asia, but we usually use Agoda. What I will do is I'll, I'll go to Agoda and I'll go to hotels.com and I'll put in where I want to go and I'll check the prices. Sometimes a goat is a little cheaper and I'll just go with it, whichever one's cheaper. If they're the same, I'll go with hotels because of the 10th night free. Yeah. But good, both good of tip. those are the ones we usually look for when we're looking, casting a wide net there. Yeah. And you I mean, we stay at all sorts of different accommodations, whether it's hotels. We try not to be haters of hotels because we do enjoy a nice stay at a hotel. But mostly, yeah, we're staying at boutique guest houses and things like that, which are now showing up on these sites which is really cool. Yeah, I guess when we say hotels, we should say we're talking more about like the big box hotels, right? The Hyatt's, the Hilton's, the things right. like that. Which are really nice if you want something that you know is going to be the same everywhere. Yeah, and especially and if you have hotel points, if then you it's have hotel fine. points. Yeah. But hotels.com and Agoda, that's kind of our process or strategy with that. All right, so that kind of wraps up the transportation aspects and the accommodations. Yeah, flights, transport, and comms. Now we have miscellaneous Awesome sites, as Travis likes to call them. Yeah, these are just ones I didn't know how to put anywhere else, but that I love using. And number 12 is Travelfish, travelfish.com. And that is a really great resource if you're traveling in Southeast Asia because they just have all sorts of recommendations. It encompasses everything, eating, sleeping, activities. Just like Seat 61 is 
awesome for trains. I have yet to find anything else that does what Travelfish does as well for a region. So Travelfish is just for Southeast Asia. It's run by a guy named Stuart McDonald, who we had on the podcast, who me and Heather had the good fortune of hanging out with the other night, actually. We had dinner with him since we're here, basically in his hometown, right here <laughs> in Bali. And it's just an awesome site because it's a online guidebook for Southeast Asia, but it covers all the parts of Southeast Asia that you know about, Bali, Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Thailand, some of the famous Thai islands, you know, yeah. Hong Kong, whatever. Right. But then it also covers like all these remote islands that yeah. we've never heard Off of. Off the beaten path stuff. It's so cool. And their recommendations are fantastic. We always eat at restaurants that Stuart recommends on Travelfish. He started, he did, he was writing for guidebooks way back in the day. He started Travelfish. It used to just be basically him going and staying in hundreds of accommodations and writing about him and eating at all these places. And he, he tells the whole story in the podcast episode with him. It's really funny and fun. But now he has a team of writers. But what's really neat, Heth, is that the team of writers aren't people who are just passing through. Like sometimes guidebooks like Lonely Planet, all these people go through and they write about and that's great. These people live in that area. So for the people who are writing about Chiang Mai, they live in Chiang Mai. For the people who are At writing about- At least for a couple months or years or Yeah, I mean, it's kind longer. of like their, it's their yeah. home base. So it's a really, really good local diving into the local scene website. And it, again, it's all of Southeast Asia. It's fantastic. We use it all the time. And they yeah. even have like free PDF guidebooks that you can like download and stuff as well. Yeah, it's a very cool site. So that's travelfish.com. 13 is price of travel. What price, is this one, Travel? Price of I don't travel. Know it. We have had Roger Wade on this as well. He's the founder of Prices Travel. He's been on the podcast. And Roger does what I always dream of doing. He basically nerds out on what it costs to go to all these cities. And if you go to his website and you like statistics or you like knowing how much it costs, you will be on there forever because he does stuff like the Backpacker Index and he will rank like 70 or like 51 cities in Asia on the Backpacker Index of how much a hostel costs, how much you know a, a standard hostel costs, how much a beer costs. And he goes down and gives you basically what you should expect to spend on a daily budget. And he does it for all these cities in a region. And then he ranks them. And then he does one that's like a three-star, like a mid-range thing for people who aren't going to stay at hostels, but they're going to stay at mid-range hotels amidst a bunch of other things like the place you should visit for every month of the year. He does stuff like that. It's just so does much- sound like your dream. So why aren't you doing it? Because he does it so well that I don't have necessary. to do it. Yeah, so just uh, he breaks down cool stuff like is the Eurorail Pass worth it? And he just really digs into the finances of the travel and figures out, you know, what each thing's going to cost. It's really pretty eye-opening. And then he does, he makes recommendations of like, I think you should travel to Krakow, Poland because it's the great midsection between being very cheap and also a cool city. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, we also did a podcast with him that was that was really cool as well. And we'll link that in the show notes. So that was priceoftravel.com. That's right. All right. Number 14, travel is free. Travelisfree.com. Got to give my boy Drew a shout out here. He will be coming on the podcast at some point. We just He's traveling all the time, so are we? So it's been hard to actually schedule it out. But if you're interested in in the heavy lifting, the minutia, the really complicated stuff of frequent flyer miles, then you got to go to travelisfree.com. Drew's site is the one that I read when I don't understand something about frequent flyer miles. Saying that, he also does a great job about breaking down 
like he breaks down the complex stuff, but it's done in a in a easy to read and kind of easy manner. So it's complicated hotel stacking promotions and frequent fly miles and how you can get the best routings and how you can get an agent to route you here to make it less miles than there. All the complicated stuff that I talk about a little bit on my site, he delves deeper into. So if you're looking for one site, if you're US-based especially, to really delve into frequent fly miles, that's the one that I would recommend. He's he's great at what he does. Okay. And that's travelisfree.com. And that is right. And our last website, number 15. Last but not least, you may have heard of it. It's extrapackofpeanuts.com. <laughs> I heard they have a really good podcast host. Yeah. Not to be too silly, but... Just just kind of kidding, but not really. Just kind of kidding. But if you only listen to the podcast and you don't go to the website, we do have a lot of information on there, of course, about frequent flyer miles. And also now we're trying to write more about our travel experiences. So what we do, where we stay, where we're going... And hopefully- lots of cool things coming with the redesign. We don't want to spill the beans too much, but we'll be having an interactive map feature that will be awesome. We also, as I mentioned, we do have a resources page now that kind of just tells you, here's the best things that we use. So if you're looking for travel gear, here's exactly what we use. If you're looking for how to book hotels or accommodations, here's the sites we use. Kind of some of the things that we talked about on this podcast, on this episode specifically. So we have a resources page now. We're going to have pages just for our photos. It's just... And pages just for our destination. Yes, that's a big one. Yeah, we are still going to be talking a lot about frequent fire miles and great ways to save money when we're traveling, but we also wanted to expand a little bit and kind of bridge the gap between frequent fire miles and our actual travel experiences because people have been asking us for recommendations. So we figured, why not give it to you? Yeah, so what we're going to be doing for each place that we travel to, we're basically going to be setting up what is in essence a wiki travel page almost. And it's going to be our experience. It's going to say, hey, if you come to Florence, here's where we stayed. We recommend it. Here's why. Here's where we ate. We recommend it. Here's why. It's only going to be It's only going to be places we recommend. And it's not going to be super in... There's not going to be a ton of stuff on it because wiki travel, anyone can put in. It's only going to be our personal experiences. So we're really excited about that because then when you guys email me and say like, hey, where should I stay in Florence and where should I eat? I can just you say, don't have to. boom, go to this page and it's going to be <laughs> You don't there. have to tap out a, you know, 1500 word email. Yeah. So lots of good things coming up with a website. Guys, if you're interested, we talked about a lot of websites in here. I will link everything up in the show notes. So even more than normal, you might want to go to the show notes for this episode because there is going to be a lot of stuff linked up as well as, you know, if you want to make sure you get a discount code for Trusted House Sitters, we'll tell you how to do that. Also, we didn't mention with Airbnb, if you haven't signed up for it, if you go through our link, you will get $25 off your first Airbnb rental, which is really cool as well. So there are some special things that if Just you go, for EPOP listeners. Yeah, th- yeah for, that's going to help you as well that we've been able to work out with some of those companies. So yeah, you can get the show notes, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. Make sure you find this episode. And also in the comments of the show notes, let us know some of your favorite travel websites because there's a lot out there. And you know, we just touched on 15 of them here, but there's a lot out there. So let us know some of your favorite travel websites. So there you guys have it, our 15 favorite travel websites. As always... Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. Thank you for making us a top 100 podcast worldwide on iTunes. I always smile big when I say that. Yeah, you do. If you could just see Travis's face, he's like a little kid in a candy shop. His eyes are glistening. His smile's about to like break off his face. It's, it's just so cool. Big. It's cool. <laughs> We're up there with these big podcasts like Freakonomics. Pretty crazy. So thank you guys for the support. 
And as always, until next week, happy free travels.